found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, it's certainly a wrecked, a uh, rainy wet. I guess it'd be wet. Yes. Uh, if we put it it's all red. together. It's right outside. Rainy and wet. Hey, good morning. Wednesday. Good morning, Matt. Good to see you. So I woke up to the sound of thunder. Yeah. Kind of odd for this time. It really, it was like, okay, that's weird. And uh, looked at my phone and I looked at radar and from Logan Sport North, like right at Logan Sport North, it was all blue. So it looked like snow. No kidding. Yeah. And then from us, south rain. Like we are right on the line of, you know. And I'm like, this is super weird, like super. And, it looked, you know, and according to look, you look at the radar and it was like dark blue, not like light, maybe some snowflakes, but like dark blue. And um, which usually indicates fairly heavy snow. Yeah. And um, I got a call right after I signed on. I got a call from someone that just drove from here to Rochester and is going up to South Bend. Um, and he said, it's all rain. Is that right? So it must be high altitude snow, but as yeah. it comes down, it's it's uh, it's melting. So because we're at thirty four, yeah. So that's right at that right. cuspid where it right. could be one or the other. But we've got a lot of it so far, that's for sure. Yeah. So if you are out there, areas prone to standing water, you could have some issues. So be advised. There you go. Of that. Someone sent me this material. I was going to say, what do you got here? I got it yesterday. And uh, it's just a no return address. You know, you always wonder about that. You wonder when you're opening it. Oh, geez. But uh, I go inside, and it's uh, stuff about Indiana. So I thought in this first segment, we would uh, cover some Indiana stuff and see just how well Hoosiers really know that they are a Hoosier. Hmm. And for our listeners out there that are not from Indiana, they'll learn something (laughs) about the Hoosier State. Okay. All right. All right. Those podcasters and things of that sort. Sure. I may need the spectacles for this. All right. Get them out of their wonderful case. Look at that. <laughs> what an investment. Those are nice. Oh. All right. Here we go. Only the best from the dollar store for Dale. This <laughs> state symbols and emblems reflect Hoosier culture and history, the headline says. Sure. The official aircraft of Indiana. Now, who'd ever think there was an aircraft? An official aircraft, yeah. right? The uh, Republic Aviation P-47 Thunderbolt. Hmm. And that is uh, known as the Hoosier Spirit Two. And the Indiana Warbird, it's known as. The Republic P-47 Thunderbolt was a World War II era fighter manufactured at Republic Aviation in Evansville. Interesting. The snub-nosed aircraft was built in greater numbers than any other fighter aircraft because it was fast, dependable, could take major damage and survive, and packed effective firepower. So um, the P-47, very popular in World War II, and was manufactured in Evansville. Now, who would have thought that? There you go. Who would have thought it, man? Who would have thunk it? I didn't know that. Now, I had a, uh, the state bird, Matt, what is it? The cardinal. Okay, now it's only our state bird half the year. Remember, I had a colleague that said they migrate south. <laughs> yep, gets okay. cold and that bird is out. <laughs> Heck with this place. There, there's a cardinal 
right here at the radio station that loves looking at itself in Karen's mirror on her car. Is that right? Every day, there he is. Wow. Just uh, loving himself in that mirror. Adopted in 1933. It's known as the Northern Cardinal. Yet it stays here. It doesn't migrate south. Right. Seven states have this. Uh, Illinois, us, Kentucky, North Carolina, Ohio, Virginia, and West Virginia. That's their state bird. And, of course, the Ball State uh, University Cardinals. Named uh, for that. So there you go. We we pretty well knew that. Yes. What about the flower? The state flower? Is it the peony? That's correct. There you go. Very good. Adopted in 1957. Though extensively grown as an ornamental plant for its very large and scented blossoms, the peony is not without controversy. Oh. Native to China. Not here. Oh, geez, get it out. <laughs> Export the peony. <laughs> So now, so how'd it get to be the state flower according? So uh, just just a little side note. Okay. The state, I want to say the state, either the state flower or the state rose of Georgia okay. is from China. Okay. It's an invasive species. Okay. So we're not alone All right. in that. So it says, um, according to a article in the Indianapolis Star, it was all politics, how the flower came in. Mm-hmm. I won't go through all the rigmarole, but uh, that's what happened. What year do you think we adopted our state flag? Uh, our state flag? Yeah. 1950. That's a tough one. Gosh, man. Very tough. I'm, I'm just, I have no clue. Okay, I really right, honestly. Here we go. 1870. Very good, but 1917. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It, um, Indiana adopted the, uh, the flag after the General Assembly as a part of the 1916 Indiana Centennial Celebration. You would think that when, it, when the state was born, when the state gained its statehood, yeah. that that would be part of the deal. You would think. That things like our state flag and our state whatever, like that would be part of who we are in that moment. At the time, by the way, we'll get we'll get to it hundred years later. No big deal. <laughs> we'll just both had to put a pin in it. We're well, back burner that. We must have been on the back burner because it says at the time Indiana was the last state to have an official flag. For real? Yeah. Wow. So there you go. I I like our flag, by the way. Very interesting. I like it. I think nice. it's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. We actually have a state uh, fossil. <laughs> A mastodon. Evidently, <laughs> unlike the state flower, the uh, fossil walked its way across Indiana as far back as two and a half million years ago. Hmm. American mastodons roamed Indiana until they became extinct about 10,500 years ago. There you go. They're now the most common Ice Age fossil found in Indiana. Now, they're not the woolly mammoth. They're a mastodon. There's a difference. There's a difference, yeah. So, uh, what about an insect? Do we have a state insect, Matt? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out. Okay, it's either the cricket, yes, or the lightning bug. Well, you're right with the lightning bug. Okay, the firefly. All right. <laughs> the uh, we were without a state insect 
<laughs> for quite some time. How do we get by? <laughs> uh, a uh, Lafayette, West Lafayette second grader realized we didn't have a state insect during the 2014-15 school year. So encouraged uh, by her teacher, the uh, student from Cumberland Elementary researched possible insects through Purdue. And uh, the firefly came out, and that's what we ended up with. There you go. So you see them every year. Now, they are temporary insects because you see them all of a sudden. There's zillions of them all of a sudden. Yeah. And then they're all gone. And they're gone. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to uh, take a break at 6.30. There's some other things here. Okay. And uh, we'll kind of hit on those when we come back. Just a little educational aspect of indiana that someone sent there you go. might as well use it might as well they used postage postage to get it here so we'll uh, squeeze in a break and we'll be back with more uh, indiana stuff okay for those folks out there we're learning more about being a hoosier this is tidbits You know, I like that this program's interactive because we hear from our listeners. Right. At least, uh, you know, our live listeners. Of course, it's podcast as well. Yes. But we had a report that Kokomo had hail for 14 minutes this morning. I like these super specific time frames. 14 too. minutes. 14 they, minutes. Not roughly first 15. First one drops. Yeah. <laughs> Click. You're on cyber. Okay. So. No, but but for real. Yeah, that's, that's. I appreciate that. Hail. Because where the temperatures are and with the radar, you know, and what I found out earlier, you, you know, it, you look at the radar and it looks like it's just snow north of here and it's falling down as rain. So, but we're right on that edge of you know, if it drops another degree or so, it could turn into snow. It could turn into, you know, I don't know. So just a weird, it's a weird morning, man. It is a hump day, the 22nd day. It's Ash Wednesday. Of February. That's right. Ash Wednesday. Thank you, Matt. So you'll see some folks with ash on their forehead That's right. at some point during the day. Uh, let's see. The official poem, <laughs> Indiana is the name of it. Okay. Okay. By Arthur Franklin Mapes, adopted 1963. Okay. The official yeah. state poem of Indiana. I won't, uh, I won't give it to you because you know, it's, it'll take too much time. Oh, is it long? It's not that long. but Give us the first, like, couple lines. He's from Kendallville. Okay. Written in 1961. In part, it reads, God crowned her hills with beauty, gave her lakes and winding streams. Then he edged them all with woodlands as the settings for our dreams. There you go. There you go. Mm. Indiana is a lovely place. The official river runs right through here. What the Wabash? Is That's right. There you go. Wabash River, adopted 1996. Longest river in the state, flowing some 500 mile through our uh, wonderful state. 18 counties, 11 county seats. 500 miles long. See, I didn't wow. realize it was 500 miles long. I didn't either. So, uh, you listeners out there now know that. State seal. Yeah. Adopted in 1816. Oh, so the state seal. Yeah, it came so the, Okay, yeah. so the state seal was born. We got to do it state. now. Right now. <laughs> the flag can wait. The insect can wait. But yeah. we need the state seal right now. Okay. 
Versions of the pioneer scene are found on official Indiana documents as early as 1801. Wow. When it was the Just Indiana Territory. Territory yeah. yeah. What do you think the state snack is? Popcorn. Yeah, there you go. Of course, Orville Redenbacher mm-hmm. was from just up north. Well, Orville was. That adopted in 2021, so it's not been around that long. How about that? What about the state song? Back home again in Indiana. On the banks of the Wabash far away. <laughs> adopted in 1913. Yep. Back when we were having tons of floods okay, <laughs> that were wiping out every community along the river. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, back in the day, that river, you know, it was a real issue. Yeah, for sure. So that's... Uh, <laughs> we had floods. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, before the Army Corps of Engineers could get a handle on the situation. Stone. What do you think stone would be? Granite. Not granite. Um, yeah. Come on. You can um, do it. Limestone. There you go. Yeah, sorry. Adopted in 1971, the Indiana variety of limestone, also called Salem or Bedford, is significantly quarried in south-central Indiana. It's a high-quality stone that's been used in buildings like the Empire State Building. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. And the Pentagon. Yep. So, what about the tree? I feel like, I feel like yeah. a few buildings in D.C. Yeah. used Indiana limestone. Because we got it. Yeah. You know, you run into that issue around here. Well, I had limestone. I'll tell you what. If you, when you, if you ever go to D.C., the, the buildings that you, like, you see and read about and mm-hmm. you know it's like oh there's the treasury they are so imposing it's like we're gonna make it big and then make us some bigger <laughs> how big do we go boss i'll tell you <laughs> why did we do that they are so imposing i mean they are just so just stout yeah. and it's there's no it's a and anyway, when you go to the capitol building and see it in person mm-hmm. it almost doesn't look real it's kind of a surreal yeah. experience when you see it for the first time. Because you're so familiar with it. And when you finally see it yeah. in real life, it's like, it's kind of surreal. It's kind of like going to a major league ballpark you watch on TV a lot. But right. the first time you're there, it's like, wow, this is wild. Yeah. yeah. But the buildings in D.C. are just so, everything's just heavy and stone and granite and limestone and marble. And there's giant statues and columns and everything's like super heavy and imposing. And it's... It's wild. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. State tree, what do you think? Sycamore. That's a good one. Tulip tree. Was I right? Yeah. Adopted in 1931. Oh, the tulip tree. Yeah, tulip. Okay. Also called the tulip poplar or yellow poplar. Hmm. Distinctive leaf shape and huge bell-shaped flowers that appear in May or June. It's a tall tree that grows throughout Indiana. Incidentally, its flower was the state flower from 1923 through 31. But then they said, well, let's get rid of that. Let's go with the... Oh, I don't. All right, see, what else do we have? Is that it? Well, that that can't be all that there can't is. Be, oh, no, come on. Is that all there is? Is that all there is? <laughs> oh, here, a rifle. Okay. Who'd think about this? The state rifle. I don't know if it's called that, but I guess it would be. All right. The Grossland rifle. 
It's a long rifle created in the early 1800s for the then governor of the Indiana Territory, William Henry Harrison. The firearm is kept in Vincennes as its namesake, Grouseland. Harrison's previous home is territorial governor. At one point, Vincennes was like the capital. That's yeah. where everything happened. Yeah. Crafted by Colonel John Small of Vincennes. <clears throat> the huh. Grouseland Mansion's now a museum, and it's located in Vincennes. So you could check it out, but it was created in the early 1800s. Oh, it's a pretty rifle. Is it? It's a beautiful rifle. So if you've got one of those, it's probably worth a pretty penny, I would think. Maybe your great, 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 great grandfather, Ebenezer, <laughs> had a long grousland rifle. <laughs> Grandpa you, Ebenezer. Grandpa Ebenezer. There you go. And that appears to be it. Well, someone so. just texts in. I don't know if this is official. Okay. Our state pie. What do you think it is? Well, it's got to be cherry, isn't it? No. Apple? No. Gooseberry? No. According to this, yeah. I, I have a fact okay. check. Strawberry? No. Sugar <laughs> cream? Yeah, that sounds about right, probably. Used to have that a lot as a kid. Yeah. Not one of my absolute favorites, mm. really. How about you? I love it. Seriously. Love so. it, yeah. I wouldn't. I guess that just, well, you could say it didn't come to my mind. <laughs> Gooseberry did before that. That's just because the old man ate that Gooseberry. all the time. You know, it's that's like, got to be the state Everybody problem. in Indiana must have gooseberries. <laughs> what a bitter berry. I wonder <laughs> Wonder how things become the official state whatever. Like, Well, like the kid in West Lafayette. You just take it up with somebody and bam, next thing you know, there it is, the firefly. So, see, you could still create something. Yeah, I guess so. And is it, do you say firefly? I call it a lightning bug. I mean. That's always lightning bug, yeah. But I thought that was sort of territorial. Like, you know, if you're from the south, you called it one thing. If yeah, you're from, you know, be. the north, it was something else. Because most people I know call them lightning bugs. Right. But the firefly is the official, you know. <laughs> You ever squashed a firefly? Well, yeah. Ever smelled it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a youngster, you know, you're curious. Right. And I remember squashing one, and sure. they're, they're very bitter, lousy smelling <laughs> once you squash. I'm sure I they, did. They really are. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, when you were a stupid kid, you'd mm -hmm. use their butt to draw. Yes. Because they would, you know, come, come out right. in their wad. So cruel. So cruel. <laughs> But hey, man. Back in the day, you'd be arrested because it's up, a state firefly. <laughs> you grow up in the country, there's not a lot to do. So you draw with, with lightning bug buds. <laughs> it's what we did. You drank from a hose. <laughs> I guess, you know, blasted caps with a hammer. <laughs> Had a healthy fear of lockjaw. It was a great... <laughs> Great time to be alive. So, that's what it was. You know, it was always lockjaw. Okay. It's, that's the scariest thing. Stay away from that fence. It'll cut you and you'll get lockjaw. That was, what? Okay. Because everything was barbed wire, you know. Everything was always rusted. <laughs> somehow we survived. We made it somehow. But uh, whoever the anonymous person was that sent that, that's kind of interesting stuff. That was and good stuff. Perhaps our New Zealand listeners or Australia. Australian. Australia. That's right. 
Perhaps they'll enjoy learning more about our, our native state. Yes. I'm sure right now they're probably wishing that they could come here and visit because it's so interesting. I'm sure. We'd love to have you. We'd let you come right in studio yeah. if you come over here. We've, we've done it before. We've had guests. <laughs> we had guests last week. Yeah. So uh, anyway, kind of uh, interesting to learn some of that. Absolutely. Many of us already knew some of it, but um, I didn't have any idea about the long rifle. Yeah, I didn't either. It would be very interesting to see. Right. And again, I went to school at Vincennes, and I was right down there, the George Rogers Clark yeah. Memorial. I mean, it's lovely mm-hmm. down there. And to think, of course, you're right there on the river. The Wabash is much larger there. <laughs> sure. And... Um, just prior to it running into the Ohio, mm-hmm. so it was a you know big place to be. You got water. We can. I think it was that was uh, what <clears> was interesting. Would it say the Wabash had eleven county seats? Yeah, yeah. So we're clear. one of them. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's just wild that, that five hundred miles long, five hundred miles long, and eleven county seats yeah. situated on the uh, Wabash. Interesting tidbit. It's kind of, you know, I never knew that. That's kind of cool. So So there we go, Matt. That's tidbits on a hump day Wednesday. What a fascinating day this was. Yes, it was. Thank you. Thank you. For being part of it with me. Thank you, listener, for sending that in. And thank thank you all for joining us. thank you for... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, podcasters. Thank you for tuning us in. We know you have other options, but you choose us. Thank you. And we'll do it again tomorrow. Yes, we will. See you then. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.